sir. Driven Minds Podcast. This is Franz Bowen. This is Trav Weeks. Uh huh. Season four, and we're in with some ill guests in the building, bro. Mm -hmm. Talking about like some real movers and shakers, legacy, uh, the architects, literal architects of the loudspeaker network, uh, Mr. Jonathan Mena and Mr. Uh, I don't want to get your name wrong, Aaron A. King Howard. There you go. Damn. Claps. They got the government. Yeah, they got the government. Yeah, yeah, you gotta bleep that. Yeah, clap, clap. You know what I'm saying? Man. My bad. They looking for you, bro? <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. Shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. But yo, it's it's esteemed like pleasure to have you guys in the building. You know what I'm saying? Like, Legendary. We're Thanks for having us. Real yeah, awesome here. fans of your work. You Thank know what I'm saying? And the, the legacy that you guys are building. Mm -hmm. Um, just real quick, we always like to, you know, say like how we met people. We actually met um Jonathan. Yeah at uh, the Futuro Digital Conference this year um, that uh, Driven Society produced nice. in partnership with Google and the New York uh, Latino Film Festival. Yeah. And he came on and broke some bread with us about, um, mm. you know, podcasting and, uh, you know, just, just the mechanics that it takes to, you know, develop a successful podcast. Yeah. And then, um, so I ran up on him after him, like, yo, you know, really love your work. Yeah. Would love to have you on our podcast. And he was like, yeah, and I was already gassed. And then he, oh, and then he, uh, he was like, "Yo, you want a king on there too?" I was like, "Well, I mean, you know, he, <laughs> <laughs> he got time, you know." Wow. That, that, so it, it it really worked out. So thanks again, you guys, for coming. Yeah, you told me, and I was hyped. I mean, oh man, definitely appreciate having you guys all. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, sure, man. For sure. But um, definitely. just just want to like jump right into it. You know, just um, yeah. you know, who are you, gentlemen, for for our audience or people who might not know as yet? And um, you know, what what are the uh, functionalities? Of, of your day-to-day -day as far as a loudspeaker network? So, I guess we would call us, what, like founding members? <laughs> like day ones? Yeah, day ones. We're yeah. day ones yeah, nice. of Loudspeakers Network. So Loudspeakers Network's a podcast network based yep. out of New York. Uh, we have The Read, Brilliant Idiots, uh, Combat Jack, Tackstone. When they were doing their podcasts, who else? Friend Zone, Friend Zone, um, Game Grown. It's a bunch, bunch of stuff. Red Pill, No yeah, Jumper, yeah, No Jumper, yeah. Fire, all those. So you know, um, for us, uh, we're producers. We wear many hats. Yeah, you know, producers, tour managers, consultants, therapists, yeah. <laughs> like all that. Yeah, we wear many hats for for the Loudspeakers Network. Yes, sir. Wow. Yeah. So let's take it back to the origins origins actually of you know how you guys got into this um you know creative space to working with this talent identifying talent and knowing that you know this um this audio space would take off like how did the culture first hit you um let's start with you ak um well coming leaving college i was uh i, I did radio in college and um i wanted to do that you know post and um i realized quickly that you just can't apply to radio stations and get jobs you got to have relationships, and at that point, I didn't have any. Mm. So um, I try to make this as short as possible. But I started, you know, researching, looking, looking around for opportunities, and I went to Craigslist. And then there was this unique opportunity at an internet radio station called PNC Radio at the time, mm. yeah. and it was an internet radio uh, station out of Dumbo, Brooklyn. So I started doing content there, and with that, you know, you try to get guests, and you know, I, I had to figure it out, and you know. Um, show my face a lot, and I was bringing in all this talent. He was like, yo, why don't you help us build a brand? And from there, I became program director, and then I was like, all right, I'm going to give everybody on Twitter that's popping, mm. I'm going to pitch them a, a show idea. Mm. So Smart. I would do that. I was trying to get everybody, and some worked, some didn't. But um, 
one of the shows I was trying to snatch was uh, what we were trying to create was a uh, star. Um, he was he was Starting already he, he was just out there just chilling. That's I was crazy. Like, oh, I mean, so we reached out to him. You could tell by his personality that he would. Uh... Yeah, I mean, he was wasn't, he wasn't doing anything, but right. I just knew he was out there doing a lot of stuff on YouTube. So oh, I was okay. like, all right, cool. Um, but just to bring back a little bit, um, I had uh, I used to see Dallas Penn around, um, and I, that's one of the persons that I wanted to pitch ideas to. Mm-hmm. But he would always curve me. And then I would see him at other events, <laughs> and I'm like, nah, he's not going to curb me. So he agreed to have a meeting with me, and he's like, yo, I want to bring my dude Reggie with me. Mm-hmm. So I was like, word, I, I don't know who Reggie is, but bring him. Right. So we had this whole meeting, and, sh- and we, nothing ever came out of it right away. Um, but Reg was like, yo, I want you to check my blog. And he was doing a blog called, well, Reggie's Combat Jack, yeah. obviously. Um, he was doing a blog called Daily That's Math. And we just was building. And while we were doing the star thing, Reg was doing the legal work for it. Um, it did. It fell through. It didn't happen. And then a year later, you know, combat seeing the vibe and he and 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 and, and what was going on in space. He's like, "Yo, I want to do this shit myself." Mm. And then that's how the Combat Jack show started. Which eventually, two years later, after leaving that space, um, you know, and I'm sure Jonathan could probably elaborate even more. Uh, furthermore, but that spawned the Loudspeakers Network. Mm. And, and how about you? Can you can you uh, elaborate on that end of it? Like picking up from that talent, how did you uh, fall in with the with the team? So say for me, my anniversary with Lost Figures is this month, actually. Really? Yeah. Or salut. Yeah, salut. Oh, salut. Yeah. yeah. So it's like the five year anniversary because this. So like five years yeah. ago, over the summer, we had the barbecue. Yes. Right. So um, I was you know I was a fan when they were doing uh, what was it uh what's it called um. Online radio or whatever. Internet radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah internet, internet radio. radio. Yeah. So I was a fan of their show. And, I, you know, I knew Dallas because of the polo. And I would meet guys. I would go to their events. And um, Chris Morrow actually was looking for producers. Mm-hmm. And I just messaged him. And then from there, it just snowballed. So they were like, you know, we're starting the show called The Read. Mm-hmm. And we're starting this other show called Sneaker Fiends Unite. And they were like, you know, which one do you want to go on? I didn't pick anyone. Um, <laughs> and then Dallas Penn was like, Come on, uh, sneaker fiends. Which I kind of like hindsight. I'm like, maybe I should have gone to the read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I was just hyped to kind of be part of it. Um, you know, I've been podcasting for a while now. I was producing podcasts back like iPad, iPod Nano days. Wow. Goddamn. Yeah, back then in college, I would edit uh, German podcasts. I don't speak German, but how'd you know when the uh... the professor would talk to me in English when it was time to edit? That must oh, be time consuming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. German is a tough, that's a yeah. tough language. Yeah. Yeah. Fast forward, you know, two times X. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. You know, so that was, uh, <laughs> what was that, like 12 years ago, maybe? 10, 12 years ago? Wow. I was doing that. And, you know, it was kind of like bubbling. It was back when you had to plug in your device to your laptop and download. Like, do you guys remember that? Like, that seems like. I was there. Now, that now seems the, like so long ago. But the, those, I, those iPad, I. Apple devices, right? They used to have the uh, the podcast mechanism in it already, right? Yeah, like yeah. where you could go there and look for. Uh, but content. it wasn't on the main page. I actually found one. Uh, I was like moving stuff, and I, I found one. And like you have to like really dig deep to find like the the podcast mm. um, thread or whatever. Yeah, 
And it's like, yo, now it's dope because it's like on your phone and you can just like click the app. Yeah, so it's like we've come a long way. Hell yeah. That's the crazy part. This uh, this generation, we've seen so much technology in the last ten years. Like the shit went from amazing A to Z in no time. It's just yep. crazy. Um, so in this process, was there a time like in the beginning time before you you know you 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 get into the space, you're producing the podcast, you're working with Combat Jack, rest in peace. Um, is there a moment that hits you when you realize, okay, we got something? Like we put ourselves out here, but this right now is something a little bit bigger than what we thought previously. Uh, for me, yes. Uh, when it was when Complex, when we did the a season with Complex, mm. um, well, I kind of knew before that, but once I saw saw those entities were paying attention, what was going on, and they wanted in, I was like, all right, if they want in, who else wants in? You know? <laughs> Word. And that's when I was like, all right, maybe. Well, for me, I was like, you know, it's time to pay attention. I got to pay attention more now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that was probably the the moment for me. I dig that. I dig Word. that. Developing like all of those different properties and Jonathan and I had like a little opportunity to talk outside before we started recording. Like, you know, having all of these like different properties, um, you know, like the read, um, lip service. Can you talk a little bit about the importance of having that, you know, specific niche voice in the culture and in the space and um, you know, what the benefits are of that? I mean, I think for those shows, they're just being themselves. I think people are just gravitating gravitating towards them because that's who they are. Mm. I don't think they planned on like having that niche or, you know, I, I think the read, they're just doing their thing. They're not like, we have to make a show for black Twitter. Mm. Like that's, I don't mm. think that's what their, their, their goal is. I think they're just like, yo, this is who I am. This is kid fury. This is crystal. Like if you rock with us, you rock. And if you don't, you don't. And uh, I think that's like the genuine part of it. And I think that's what people gravitate towards. Mm. For sure. Relatable content. You know, yeah. people listen to them, for, uh, you know, for for gems and, and, and perspective and humor, you know. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But was it was it like, you know, you know, when you when you have a, a, a small business model, you have a lot of flexibility, but then you start to gain some notoriety and then you develop partnerships with like, you know, some larger brands. Can you guys talk about any like hiccups that you might have experienced in the early goings of like partnering with like any brands? Like somebody dangled a crazy check and you're like, man, that looks good. But I think, I mean, not to put this brand out, but <laughs> I definitely feel like there was one brand in particular that finessed us. Mm. They didn't want to sign a contract. Um, but, you know, we were young and they threw, like, it was chump change at the end of the day. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, they wanted to do a handshake agreement. And at the time, we didn't, like, we didn't know. Right. You know, we were still young. That's interesting that they would try that with Reggie though, because he's an attorney, so he he could get in that ass. No, nah, it, it wasn't to. Uh, it wasn't for that show, but um, oh. you know, it was it was definitely like we didn't know. So now everything is contracts, everything's like paperwork. by the book. Yeah, we gotta have paperwork. Like I, I don't want to. I'm not it, gonna meet with you over drinks. To, and that's the thing. And and just to add, like the thing is about us, we're so accessible. Mm. And I guess to a fault, you know, people feel comfortable. Like, like you said, they want to go, let's do lunch. Let's do, and they become the friend, right? Mm-hmm. So they use that, you know, to do business. But we're like, nah, we still got to come with the bottom line, though, you know? Yeah. Just so we know who what, what we're accountable for, what you're accountable for, and then keep it moving. But that's the problem. Mm-hmm. When things happen, they want to rely back on it. They want to turn the friendship code on. Like, hey, but we you know, but we can work it out. That paper just eliminates all of that. Right. Yeah. You know, gotta be right. 
So PNC radio was like the internet radio wave. I remember that radio wave. Like it was mm-hmm. cool, um, but it definitely doesn't touch podcasting. You no. know what I mean? Podcasting gives a voice to yeah. anybody who, you know, if you if you can be authentic, you can really create a brand out of nothing. And you guys seem to like, not seem, you guys have an eye of picking talent, being able to nurture talent to become great themselves on on um, podcasting. Is there any like um, keys you can give on how to build a, a meaningful podcast brand? I mean, it's, it's several ways you go about it. Some some might say, you know, it could be someone someone that's on Twitter that that has a presence, mm. but never probably hasn't been in media. And I'm, you could speak on that, right? With uh with tax, but like then it's, it's it's other cases where you might have some personalities that may have dabbled in certain arenas, and but they haven't done podcasting, but they'd be great to do it. Mm. So it's just about evaluating, it, you know, and just keep your wheels turned. Like, what can we create with this individual? Like we did a, we did a season with Angela Rye, mm-hmm. you know, she, mm. she's all over CNN and, you know, doing her thing. And she, came, she was on the show, on the Combat Jack show. She's amazing. And we was like, yo, you need to do a podcast, but she's all over the place. But mm-hmm. she, you know, we was able to do a season with her and um, that's the same thing. Like, look, you're on CNN and you're getting a little two, three minutes off and that's it. Right. Now you get long form, we get the hair, more of your perspective. And your peers, and you know, and just have that good content. So I mean, it it varies. It's not. I don't yeah. think it's one surefire method. And what's interesting, Al- Al- Angela Rye is like polished. Like she does her thing. Like she knows it. How do you balance that working with you know a uh, talent like that, but then working with a tax stone like a raw talent? Like what's that? What was the story like? Even like oh, I miss tax so much, bro. <laughs> Free tax. <laughs> Tax guy, man. Like what was that story? Even like cultivating his podcast, or even like meeting him and realizing that. This could be a thing right here. Well, I mean, early on, like, I knew there was something there because he's hilarious on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, Sorry. we started following each other. And, you know, he's, I think he was doing, like, YouTube before, mm-hmm. but never really jumped into the podcast lane. But I knew later on he told me, like, he's been studying the game, mm-hmm. which was, like, it, that stood out to me because I'm, like, anyone who studies the game who study something before they do it, they're serious about yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he went on Brilliant Idiots and he killed it. And I think that episode dropped on Thursday morning. And then by the afternoon, I was hitting up Chris Morrow and I'm like, this kid needs a show and I want to produce it. Oh, and that's how we got the ball rolling. And then we met maybe like a week later. And then I think like another week later passed and we were producing a show. And, um, you know, he's so raw and he's so himself mm-hmm. that I didn't want to put any limitations on the show. Right. You know, I'm like, you can't be rigid with him because it wasn't going to work. So mm-hmm. um, at first, you know, we had some rules, like time limits, things like that. Like, let's stick to an hour. And then I just saw that that wasn't working. Mm. So we just turned on the mics and like let him w- do his magic. And that's kind of what that's what you hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tax, tax is so unique in a sense that... um. He's kind of like, he, he was one of the individuals on that first wave, kind of like how people love Cardi B, like super relatable, or super like, you know, from the neighborhood, but it's still funny. And then there's, there's you know, there's glimmers of like intellect in, in the in the project. So like just the relatability factor was just through the roof. Like Tax grew up in my neighborhood. So I'm just like, yo, this is fire, like, <laughs> you know. But um, one thing I did want to um <clears throat> touch on real quick, developing the, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the Chris Lighty um, podcast, like uh-huh. that was, I think that was your first foray into, um, you know, the, storytelling. like storytelling right. podcast, scripted yeah, scripted yeah. content. 
what what was that experience like for you and 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 you know can you walk us through like you know the development piece so reggie and chris were pitching we did that that was a collaboration with gimlet media Mm -hmm. so reggie and chris they met with them they pitched them tons of stories and they kept going back to chris lighty and you know that was a story that i think it should i mean can you say it should be told yo we, we don't have no so i look at it like this right the blog game is pretty much null and void now, right? Mm, yeah. The magazine, print magazine is done. That's right. We just have these sites that we go to, but there's not enough storytelling. Mm-hmm. At least in the magazines, you you know, you had these editorials. They did a piece on these artists and or, or, or a mogul, what have you. We don't have that. Right. We rely on a, a, an occasional Netflix document documentary. Right. Um, and that's just not enough. Because we got so many stories to tell, mm-hmm. and because hip hop is what forty five years old, young. it's very young, mm-hmm. and is people that haven't been covered yet. So that thing get goes into the mogul concept. It's like, all right, well, we have this platform, we have the notoriety, people are gonna listen to this shit, mm-hmm. you know. And I think that's that's the key, you Absolutely. know. That was like the the driving part of it, you know. Right. Where do you see the? I'm sorry. Hold on. Where do you see the future of that go- going, right? Because right now it just, I feel like even with the podcast game, it's out. I feel like people are still trying to figure it out still. I feel like it's still the beginning of the of the um, uh, the wave of this of this podcast world and people are still trying to figure out how the best ways to monetize or whatnot. Even with the scripted content, where do you see the future of that going in the next five, ten years? More brands, more corporations. I mean, William Morris just jumped in. Wow. Yeah, so that's the cigarette. No, that's uh, it's a William Morris. A talent agent. Yeah. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so it's Endeavor Audio. Mm-hmm. Uh, CCA wow. has, uh, they're doing something. Oh, uh, uh, the recent uh, acquisition. Oh, right. And uh, Sirius bought Pan- Pandora. Pandora. Oh, yeah, I saw that. For, I think, three and a half billion. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, the corporations are here. I mean, you know, mm. I think before uh, they would, Hollywood would turn books into movies, and now we're seeing Hollywood turning podcasts into movies. Wow. So, you know, the the... Corporations are here. They have a lot of money. Um, uh, Alex Inc. On, on ABC. All right, that got canceled though. But I'm, but I'm yeah, just yeah. the fact that it happened though. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, Gimlet, Gimlet Multimedia. You know, yeah, yeah. the owner mm-hmm. Alex. Uh, they created a show for uh, after him. Startup. So yeah, it's, yeah. It's based, yeah, it's based up the startup, and it's called Alex Inc. But mm-hmm. the fact that they did it and they, they had mm-hmm. it on Channel Seven, ABC. That's that's that shows you the range of mm-hmm. uh, Jesus and Merrill. You know. Yeah. True. Bodega Boys, yep. the, the, the the show they had on Vice, and now they're going to Showtime. So it's lim- it's limitless. Kid Fury, it's furious. Yeah, yeah Kid Fury show. working with uh, Lena Waithe. It's crazy. Developing. Yeah, crazy. Wow. So I think there's no limit, man. I think they just understand that. Okay, we now we got to figure out who do we want to tell these stories, mm-hmm. you know, um, or, or create, you know, these, this 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 content. But I feel like it's still new, man, and. and you probably see more integration in devices, right? Um, unique partnerships, you know, with the cars. You know, now being able to have Apple Play, mm. you probably. Uh, I think um, Pan- Alexa, Alexa in the in the car now. Alexa, and then they yeah. have like in, um, I think Uber, um, they have like exclusive Pandora. One, of, I think Lyft, maybe Lyft, uh, one of them. They have like an exclusive Pandora rights or something like that. So you get in the car, you might listen to some podcast content that's just on, you know. Gotcha. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a great time to be a creator. Like if you can create 
quality content, it's a great time for you. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of platforms. So many platforms. Yeah, so many platforms. But the landscape is still it where, it. yeah, it has to be good. <laughs> You know, because Joe Budden got that Spotify deal doesn't mm. necessarily mean that another show. Yeah. Can but get Joe Budden, he was grinding out for a little minute too. Yeah, well, yeah, I think like yeah. three or four years. But see, yeah. that's the thing, right? Again, it goes back to accessibility in this space, especially in New York City. You know, you out here, they're like, "Oh, I could do what he do," because mm-hmm. they're watching it from a social media perspective. Yeah, and they get in, and, and it's the same. Well, I want to cover pop culture. Well, there's like five hundred thousand podcasts that do, that does that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I, like that's not when you subscribe to something. I look at a subscribership as like somebody buying your album. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's a precious thing. Like, so you want to make sure you give them. You know, you want to make that subscribership worth. You know, worth it. Mm-hmm. So you can't give them regurgitated content. Right. Give them some dope shit. Facts. You know. How do y'all feel about that too? Like, um, you know, <laughs> it's crazy because. You would have never thought, like, 10 years ago, Nori would be a podcast host, oh right? God. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got rappers turning into podcast hosts. I shot, like, me, you know, we co-founders of Dream Society. We doing a podcast. Like, the game now, like, as a creative, yeah. you feel like it's, that's a, <clears throat> you have to have that. You have to be multifaceted to really pull off a successful podcast. Is that part of no. the, 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 the um, recipe? Nah, I think in, in Nori's case and those guys, it was rappers who don't put out the, the music the music they're putting out doesn't gravitate, you know, to the masses anymore. Mm. So they're mm-hmm. looking for other ways to continue, you know, the with their lifeline. So they do. You calling them trash? No, no, not at all. <laughs> Are you calling yeah, them trash or Trigger Minds podcast? No, he was inspired. Like, no, he was inspired. You listened to his last right. album? Yeah, I did actually. The one on Pill, but I didn't get a chance. But he had like four other albums before that that was. <laughs> you know, could use a. But he's interesting though, because he's kind of like he's like what like a John Sally would be. Like you played the Dang, game. Now. You got shots. You know what I'm saying? You gonna call? You gonna John Sally? John Sally though? That's crazy. You could at least say Gary Payton. No, Gary Payton. He who? Gary, Gary nah, Payton nah, be on the mic. He wasn't. Or like Reggie Miller. My bad. Nah, nah, nah not even. Say Reggie, no. I'd say Charles Oakley. No, no, uh, but are we talking about somebody that transitioned from the game to like broadcasting. Yeah, so he's, he was like, he was a player. But he wasn't on that. John Sally, though. You can't. I, I think he, oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, in that regard. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. okay yeah. now, I, I, think I, I, I was thinking just the player itself. So. Oh, yeah. I thought nah, you was matching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were matching up John Sally's skill level. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. right. Like, that's kind nah, of like, no, and, and no, I'm Nori not had saying. had a couple hits. <laughs> I'm not saying. John Sally got I'm just saying he sees the opportunity. Yeah. The opportunity, the timing was right for him. Right. And the problem is now you're going to see a lot of that with fledging rappers yo fat joe got one i mean it's like a well fat joe again it's an opportunity he's, right. he's in the title system mm-hmm. with rock me so it works mm-hmm. you know what i mean yo. and i would never i i told i tell fat joe every time i see him that he's a king of new york absolutely so fat i'm not joe. saying that he's one of those rappers i that, love fat joe because he could drop a hit any day oh yeah, yeah that's a fact yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, definitely what do you what do you think of um you know proprietary uh platforms that kind of like hold on so like rap radar is just like exclusively on title do you think that like hinders or hurts the the brand in any way or does it like enhance it i think it enhances i think uh, it holds you back it can hold you back yeah. i think i think specifically in their case it helps them because they're able to bring subscribership to title and I think that's the purpose, but I think everybody can't do that. Yeah. They, they, I mean, fortunately, Elliot is a he's a journalist. That's his background, so it allows him to. He's a storyteller at the end of the day. Yeah. Can't ever take that away from him. So 
they just it works for him. It works mm-hmm. for them. But everybody can't do that. How about you, John? Like, what, what what's your take on it? I mean, I, I I prefer the model of having my stuff everywhere. I don't yeah. want to have it exclusive for anything. I mean, for Elliot and and B Dot, I mean, they have that relationship already with Rockefeller and Rock Nation, yeah. so that makes sense for them. But for me, I think you're holding yourself back. Like, I put I put podcasts on everything, YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another service out in the UK that I put it on. I forget Mixcloud. Mixcloud, yeah, yeah, yeah Mixcloud. Wow. I want it everywhere. I want everyone to hear it. You know, um, I like that model because it's universal now. It's mm. not limited to a title. Like, I don't have to pay $10 to listen to it. Or Is title free? No, no it's not. It's $10. $10, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so I don't like that model because I think it limits you. Also, it's less uh, eyes on it. Mm-hmm. So now your numbers are going to be different. Like, I don't know. Like, Joe Budden was probably doing in the high, like, 400s, 300s. I don't know what his numbers now. On Spotify. Spotify, yeah, because mm. it's a smaller community. Like, you're not gonna be Apple. Apple's mm. huge, right? So, but like, the, but you you can um, I guess the assumption is that, hey, based on that number, if we could get fifty percent of that subscribership to, to over transfer. to Sp- uh, Spotify, mm-hmm. it's a win, and we'll pay you for that. But me personally, as a subscriber and and and, right. and, and you know a budget conscious person, I don't want to have four different streaming services and I'm paying $10 for I want one, maybe two, and that's it. So right. I was like, if it's not on something that, is, that, that that I subscribe to already, then I just have to miss it. Yeah. Right. I think that's the level of like competition in the game and like keeping platforms compete. I mean, I know that's what Kanye used to like rave and like complain about. Like he wanted it to be one, mm-hmm. I guess, open source system where we all can take in content, take in music or whatnot. You know, the titles we having to like, you know, on, you know, um, the, be- the the streaming service must just be beefing with each other, like you know, signing Drake to this exclusive content or whatnot. The um, the talent gets paid because you get paid for that exclusivity, mm-hmm. but then the actual listener is the one who actually has to now find how to get get access to. Now have to like it's, it's harder for the listener. And I don't know. You think one day maybe like you know it'll be an open source system because we all everybody's trying because SoundCloud is like that first entry in. But if you really want to, it seems like if you really want to like get paid paid you gotta get something exclusive going on all right have you guys ever like um experimented with like a patreon no kind of deal or no I, I think uh you got you produce a show right uh horrible decisions oh. yeah they do Yo, the patreon i love that their... podcast by the way yeah be safe. <laughs> <laughs> um they do uh patreon oh, they do? for like bonus episodes okay where yeah. their subscribers are pay like a premium i think it's like a couple of dollars five dollars or so and um they would get access to that exclusive content yeah, yeah. I, I heard one of the episodes, man. That shit was crazy. I heard you drinking Rory on. That shit was fucking oh, yeah, soft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that shit was crazy. You guys mentioned that you wear many hats over at Loudspeaker. Yes. Um, how is that, right? How is that being such so multifaceted and being, you know, working with talent, talent acquisition, business, production, therapist, all it, that? Like, it's how just, do you balance that? It's part of the conversations. It's like, you never have one direct conversation about one thing. Mm-hmm. So naturally, it's like, oh, okay, we talking about ads? And then we're talking about a live show or we're talking about a, a, a tour. And then it's just like, a, all right, cool. I'll do this, do that. He'll do this, do that. So just generally it's like, all right, we just take care of all this stuff ourselves. And we don't have a big company per se. Mm-hmm. And we have a lot of talent. So it's like, well, how many like who's the brain trust that allows people? That, that, like, that shit's stressful, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, you all, dealing all with all those hats. It's a, lot of, it's a lot of personalities too. Like, mm-hmm. Like these are people that have 
Did they use podcasting as therapy too? Mm. Yeah, you know, as he said earlier, therapist. Like we talk, we we calming people down, and mm. you know, it might be something going on in social media. Like, yo, don't do that. Well, so I mean, it's part. It's come with the territory. There's really no way around it. Uh, you know. Well, let's talk. Let's talk about that transition too. About um, uh, you know, from actually recording and then going into live shows. That's just like a big thing now to come actually seeing your podcast live. Is the experience still as real? Do you feel live shows compared to, you know, um, actually when you're in the studio recording? With the live show? Yeah. Um, it's a different energy. I mean, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, my my thing is, I think you should get your show popping before you go on the road. Right. I think sometimes you, you do a little too much by going on the road. Um, sometimes I think you kind of waste your time because mm. um, you don't want to like the last thing you want to do is you don't want to do is go on tour and you don't sell out. Mm. True. You know, like for what? Because then the optics are like someone goes to the back of the of the room and takes a picture and it's like half full. Like now, how are you? Like, I don't want to go to the next to the next stop. So I think I hate mm, that. for for any show, they should focus on the show first. Mm. Um, and then, you know, you could do some small stuff. I kind of like the free model. I think if I do any live shows, I want to do them free because mm. I just want people to come out. Like, I don't want to charge you to do it. I want to get these brands to pay me Word. You know, off mm. the rip to do a show. And we've done stuff like that in the past. Um, but I, I like that model better. Not, you yeah. know, not, not to um, shit on anyone touring right now because you know the reed's killing it like they yeah, sell they, they sell out their merch sells out too wow like their merch actually i went to their warehouse like a few weeks ago man that thing's like from, from damn they got a warehouse they got a warehouse <laughs> crazy. yeah it's, it's, it's official it's like an operation over there Warehouse. um but you know they're doing it but I, I think like for any new show i think you should kind of focus focus on the show like get your numbers up don't jump right into touring because i think everyone does a uh a tour now or a, a live show and like and and they that's i think it we kind of created that problem <laughs> and, and i don't mean that in a bad way it's like again tax combat mm, these yeah. are people who are very accessible mm. right? and they were very giving and they made people they gave them that inspiration like yo you could do this shit but there's a lot that comes with it you know right. and um I think that's why you see all this going on right now. Uh, but yeah. at the end of the day, not a lot of them are. Well, you got to build your audience, man. There's no way around it. Yeah, like, that's just and there's no short, shortcut in that either. You could you could do the shock value shit all day. Uh, you got to build your audience. What in terms of like um, concept and talent? Are there any like things that haven't been any boxes that haven't been checked off yet? Like man, I can't believe nobody has a show about X Y Z. Like, is there anything that uh you know just trying to get some free game and shit? Oh, um, it's nothing outside of the country, like what's happening in El Salvador, where mm. you know what's happening mm. in uh, Ecuador or um, mm. you know India. Like I don't know, like they Africa. they're doing something, Barbados. right? Yeah. China, yeah, where? China's doing a lot of paid content now. I don't think we're looking at it as we're focusing on the U.S. Mm. You know, and and to an extent, we're focusing on New York and L.A., maybe Miami, maybe. But we're not focusing on anywhere outside of it. And that's kind of like what I want to hear. Like, I, I speak Spanish. Mm. So I want to know what's going on, you know. Or maybe there's something funny. Maybe there's, like, the Jesus Amaro of Mexico or something like <laughs> that. And I want to hear that. Yeah. Or, you know. So I don't think we're focusing on a global level. We're just kind of like. I want to do a podcast with yeah. P.O. With P.O.? Yeah, P.O.'s official. Yo, a little 30-minute podcast. Yeah. 
Yo, the, the short little Dominican dude. Yeah, he's got a show. I know fucking baby. I know baby. Oh, I know baby. That was my crazy. guy. Yeah, I fuck with him. Yeah, that would be crazy. Cool. Do you feel like um now the access to like getting brands to partner, you've seen that transition is way easier and whatnot when you have an idea, bring it to the table? It, I think it's easy to talk to them, but the problem, at least that I've seen thus far, is that a lot of them still don't get it. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. That's crazy. You know? Or, all right, let's um, shift gears a little bit. I want to know yes. how you guys, because you guys came from, um, you know, especially with Chewy King, you came from the music space um, and working with artists and whatnot. How do you feel about the music game right now? I think music is dope. Mm. I, I think it's, um, it's, it's because of digital. It's, it's open source. It's like, yo, if you're an artist and you want to put in that work, you you got all of these platforms at your disposal. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that that part is on you. And then um, after that, it's all right. Create some leverage for yourself. And if you want to, uh, you know, have a conversation with a, 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 a label or entity, you got it. You know, if you get, I think uh, Spotify announced that you can um, upload. This. I think it's in, it's in beta mode right now, but you can upload your tracks if you own the copyrights, dude. If you get a hundred thousand spins and my hundred thousand spin, uh, streams, in my mind, you're just creating leverage, leverage for yourself. You're not signed to an empire or another entity. You're doing it strictly on your own, and you have six figure streams. Yeah, you could have a conversation with a label. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm down. I'm taking three sixty deal and then work my way up. So I think it's cool. You know. Um, as far as the music, music, and what's being put out there, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's something for everybody. You know, that's what music That's a is nice about. way of saying it. Yeah, yeah. it's something for everybody. <laughs> I, I, I can't stand when people get caught up in the, I don't like that type of rap. Well, yeah. you don't have to listen to it. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of shit that's over there that you can listen to over there, over here. So I think it's just, I like variety, you know? Mm-hmm. That's a I, I think it's, it's, it's in a good space. Exactly. Is there yeah. any uh, music right now that you guys are listening to that y'all really... Fucking with, I'm doing playlists. I do a lot, like the rap caviar. I'll do yes, that okay. one. Um, mm, okay. Elliot has a good one, the thorough playlist. Yes, mm. so I'm not really oh, the one on title. Yeah, the one on oh, title. So I'm not really listening to like albums per se. Right, I mean, like R and B, like definitely, but um, yeah, just playlists, man. I think that's a lot of people now. Mm. They're just kind of like subscribing to that playlist instead of like downloading a song. Or I wish Hot ninety seven would bring the bring back the uh they mixtape. Playlist. Remember when you get those like, those like three for seven dollars yeah, downtown yeah. Brooklyn. Well, I think they they doing. Uh, I think hard. they jumping in the playlist game too. Who? Uh, Honey Seven. That'd be smart. I don't That's know them. <laughs> no, but I know I want to hear like the you know clue clue clue. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, he's not Hot Ninety Seven no more. Um, <laughs> oh man. I, I I I'll make it a mission. What up? For like two months in the summertime, I was listening to Kyle Heavy. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I haven't even listened to Kyle. I haven't Kyle. I haven't explored his music yet. That's <laughs> I, crazy. I, I was I listened I listened to uh his a couple of songs by accident. Mm. I'm like, who the fuck is this? Wait, who's wow. Kyle? Um He got a song with Yachty with uh with Kalani and Yachty too, but Kyle you're talking about super duper Kyle. Yeah, Kyle. Yeah. Uh Drake Light. Yeah, yeah. Diet yeah. Drake. You look almost Diet, a little like, like Drake. You sound like him a little bit too. <laughs> you got but the movie on Netflix make, too, right? Yeah. I mean, he makes vibe. Mo- he makes uh, chill music. Oh, he actually can rap yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Wordplay is crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. And shout out to Fonte too, man. I, 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 since his last joint. Okay. You know. Dope. Yeah. So you know, um, 
This is a question for both of y'all. You're stuck on an island. You got three <laughs> albums to bring. Who you bringing? Oh, this one is crazy. Okay, I got it. Let you Keep go. it all the way funky. <laughs> um, bringing the Black Album. Okay. Blueprint. And reasonable doubt. Dang, all hove. All hove. Dang. All hove on the album? Yeah. I'm by myself, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, yeah. I'm like, R&B, you're not going to want to smooth it out? <laughs> nah, I'm albums? by myself. Who am I going to smooth it out with? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, goddamn. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to just say, say my original three. I'm not going to replace nothing. Nah, I, after he said that, I was like, damn, I got to replace one. <laughs> nah, uh, Illmatic, okay. Life After Death, Okay. and D'Angelo Voodoo. Word. Mm. It's a nice balance. And sexy. <laughs> <laughs> you got a dream. You got a dream. You got a dream. You got to have a painted face on a coconut. Go in. You want to be on the island. You got to do what you got to do. That's funny. Oh, man, yo. But uh, we definitely appreciate you guys coming Absolutely. on the podcast. Thank you. Oh, man. Pleasure. Dope. Pleasure. Um, what y'all doing? In the game right now is historic. Um, wow. You know, um, real mogul-esque. You mm. know what I mean? We'll be watching the story, watching the journey, and um, as you continue to inspire us all. So we appreciate you guys. Appreciate Definitely. It. Where can we find you guys on the social? Um, well, uh, apparently we fucking up. Producer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> wow. um, yeah, so we ask this question to everybody, like, you know, <laughs> I mean, since you are driven minds, you know, what drives you? Like, what gives you the gusto to, you know, do what you guys do every day? <laughs> Excuse me. Um, you always hear people talk about the future, what the future holds and legacy and, 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 and you know, and you want to be a part of that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So... And what we do, and because what we're doing is really no blueprint to it, you when it's all said and done, you're like, yo, I was a factor in that shit. So I think that's partially what, you know. Legacy. Drives me, yeah. Respect. That's good. Thank you. Sir. I like that. Appreciate <laughs> it, sir. See, you got, you got real deep. What man, about you? Yeah. What drives you, man? Um, I see you got the Nike on. Yeah. Team Cap? Team Cap, yeah. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> like, Why not? Word. <laughs> man, what drives me? Um, so last year was like a tough year for me, right? Mm. Um, mm. top of the year, tax gets locked up. Crazy. You know, um, a couple months later, Reggie gets cancer, mm. right? Which kind of hit home. And then like a month later, I got diagnosed with cancer. Wow. So, mm. um, you know, their outcomes were real bad. My outcome was good. So I kind of like, I bounced back faster than I thought. So I got this new lease on life. Mm. right now so that's what drives me um focus now mm. like more than i was before i think before like you know every shot that i took was like a body shot and now mm. the way i see it now i'm going for the head like because mm. i have this renewed focus i got this new lease on life and i think uh part of all of that because I, I think things happen for a reason right um and i think all of that happened because i wasn't focused Mm -hmm. So I think this was like a way of like something, a higher power, like telling me like I need to like slow down mm -hmm. and center myself. And mm -hmm. that's what I'm taking away from all this. So, yeah, that's what drives me. Bless up. up. Yo, bless up. Incredible, incredible. So uh, where can we find you guys on the socials? Um, 
mi gente. <laughs> Black, Black Planet. <laughs> Is MySpace still active? Yo. Yo, Instagram needs to do a top eight. They need Yo. to take that concept Yo. and get people big mad about that. Why am I not in your top eight? Yeah, this shit is crazy. Well, you actually know, Kanye said, I actually championed this. Kanye said, we need to. It should be an option to take off how many people follow you and how many likes. It should be an option to be not seen. I think that's a stupid ass. I idea. think Kanye is full of shit, but I appreciate the, that's him. the whole reason. My like, fellow Gemini brother, how we going to determine guy, if you Gemini, I already yeah. see right, yo, dude. Yeah. He just knows how to do this shit. He got good. the. He know he's creating he's how funny. to manipulate the media. He knows he got. He but got that's it a down good idea because like social media be fucking people up. He went on social. He went on Saturday night. Saturday night yeah, live with that. the MAGA hat again. Yeah, he's he done apologize, and that's nothing. That, yeah. But it's why is Kanye doing this again? I was starting yeah. to like. If like I wore the hat too. and I was whatever, but Kanye did it again. Yeah. But he had the free Hoover, free Hoover. Yeah, but people still saw the hat and they're gonna talk, mm-hmm. and he understands that. He got and he's album dropping doing the same it. So night. Kanye talking about likes on Instagram, and then he's posting a screenshot of the conversation him and the the CEO is having. That's he just saying, "Yo, I'm a big, I'm a fucking, I'm a, I'm an icon." Yeah. That's all it is, and you're gonna talk about it. Yeah, Kanye, Kanye, stay so, flexing on us, and I'm yeah. loving it because I'm gonna still listen to that album. Don't care what y'all said. Kanye only talks to you when he wants to sell you something. Facts. Look, yeah. he, album coming out. He's talking to you now. Yeah, exactly. So, what's your socials again? You, you, you said Mahente. Uh, what's the what's the handle? No, nah, it's uh, Jonathan Mena, J O N A T H A N M E N A, on everything. Yeah, Black Planet. <laughs> uh, did I have a Black Planet? Go, I don't think so. <laughs> I definitely had a mi gente. <laughs> you know, <Yeah. laughs> um, on Twitter, it's underscore A-King. Mm-hmm. On Instagram, it's A-King. Straight up. Gotcha. Wait, can people run up on y'all in pit shows? Or not? Nah, y'all don't like they that shit? They do it. They do it regardless. All the time. It's like, give do you, it. it's like uh, yeah. producers, somebody can run up on, give them demos and shit. Yeah, it's, a new, it's the new rapper. Podcasting is the new rapper. Mm. And podcast is the new tape to get you signed, I guess. Or, mm. Different medium. Yeah. There's a million ways to get it. Yo, shout out to the moguls. That's a um, fact. We appreciate y'all. Yeah. 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 R.I.P. to the Podfather. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Man. Yes. Definitely, man. Like we always say, this time. Stay driven. Stay driven. <laughs>